Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Tuesday edition, Super Bowl 56 is approaching. We have got a prop party that we are going to get underway. We'll have more on that as you listen on. We're also going to talk about the situation in Houston with Lovey Smith. Congratulations to Lovey Smith, but unfortunately, Brian Flores has entered the chat and things took a bad turn for him. We're going to talk about the potential return of Tom Brady. Yes, it's true. The New Orleans Saints make a major decision. How do you fix the Pro Bowl? Because one member of the show was there, and we've also got speculation about another quarterback unhappy with his current team. It's all yours. Coming up next here, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah. Oh, rock, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Bass elbow. Yeah. Bass elbow. <laughs> Drop it. Bass elbow. Bass elbow. Yeah. Uh, well done. It is two pros uh, and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. What was, was it was yesterday? The bass finger. The bass, bass finger. finger. I don't yeah. Know. <laughs> I almost said effing no. I, know. I don't even effing no. That's I, I don't right. know. It's, you got to be in the spirit of the bass when, uh, you, when it you happens. Do it. Well, yeah. it's going to be a long day for everybody here. So we are, uh, we are just gearing up for a three hour extravaganza. So we'll take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, uh, 6 o'clock Pacific here. Uh, it's LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and most importantly, you was here on Fox Sports Radio. Was it base yeah. knuckle? It, uh, it might have been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's all oh. it's, uh, Roberto. Oh, it just a dirt. Do they bag have and knuckles? <laughs> well, you know, it depends on who was there. Oh, <laughs> and who it was. <laughs> Not that I would know. Oh, man. Uh, but we are uh, off and running. It is Super Bowl week. Uh, and so we are uh, fast approaching uh, Super Bowl 56. Uh, we are going to start a prop party. We're doing the prop party today. We're going to do prop bets every single day here on the show show uh, this isn't like the prop at monster because these are actually good props uh, so we will be having fun with that over the next uh next uh, couple hours here on fsr now the um the news that we had talked about yesterday because it felt like it was going in that direction was lovey smith being hired by the houston texans uh former bears head coach former uh, tampa bay buccaneers head coach uh coach at illinois a guy who's as well respected as anybody i can't i've never met anybody or, or heard anybody say anything bad about lovey smith like he's always been really well respected was the defensive coordinator this last year in houston what a hell of a beard too I mean, great my, beard. my that God, beard that thing He's, is up. It started, I think, in Illinois. Yeah. And I remember when he debuted there, I was like, man, if I could only grow a beard like that. Yeah, it's a great beard. Mm. But it wasn't. Big, big strong white beard. I don't want to ask the uh, this question on the air. I'm like, uh, never mind. But I'm you're going to ask it. Go ahead. Go ahead and say it. Well, uh, there was a story out about his like his son. Uh, what like, does that have to do with his well, beard? I, I don't know. I just, I, I just, it just popped on my mind. There was a story oh, out that, like, um, you know. People might have worked for him, if you know what I mean. That's all. Just saying. You know, I do remember uh, the story you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you're, uh, you're, you're, but you're. I'm just saying, like, that was we're, a story. We're barely Anyways, out of never, the gates. All right. Never right mind now. that. All right. Never, so yeah, never mind all Lee that. Jonas. I don't know. It just popped in my mind. What do you want me to do? That's how we're going to dovetail into a sensitive conversation for the last week and a half. Am I the only one who's just completely left the dark right now? Just Google. You'll figure it out. I don't know why it popped in my mind. But, anyways, so well respected guy. Careful what you do. People like Jonas are out here. No, that's not. Listen, everything is fine. 
fine here. Uh, but he's a well-respected well, guy. Google. I'm just um, <laughs> and, uh, well, the Wi-Fi is hit or miss here. And so, um, you know, he gets named head coach officially yesterday by the Houston Texans. And I think the feeling is, and we talked about it, it, it does have a strange sort of a, a vibe to it. It does have a, you know, a strange sort of... You know, all of a sudden, Lovey Smith popped up out of nowhere. But Brady, you had pointed out that uh, that he was sitting in on these interviews with some of these head coaches, and it was almost like Houston Texans had a revelation and just realized, "Hey, this guy's pretty good." Like all of a sudden, that uh, that Lovey Smith is uh, so Google does work. Uh, all right, so uh, we are just off and running. Uh, but anyways, that one. Uh, congratulations Ow. to uh, you know. There's just hey. It happens. Uh, the, uh, so uh, that was poor. Yeah, uh, that was that, on your part. On your my behalf. part. Yes. No, what? I just like I remember the Some story. Came say up. tasteless. Uh, I mean, yeah. it was yeah, it was poor. Okay. It was poor. But anyway, I was just trying to make an NFL roster yeah. at that point. I was a little uh, preoccupied. Maybe that's why it flew under the radar. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. There's there's others. It didn't fly uh, under everybody's radar. Um, so uh, <laughs> so <laughs> congratulations to uh, to Lovey Smith. They make it official, and uh, the Houston Texans have a brand new head coach now. Uh, before we get into the the other element of this which is the uh the brian flores um statement from his legal team um and what what does that matter with this oh well we'll we'll get to it come on i want to know i i i want to know yeah i want to know so Um, lovey smith's gonna get a third shot like this is gonna be he he coached the bears he coached the bucks i was trying to think back how many coaches get three chances after they've been fired the first two times it's rare that's why it's hard to even think of someone. Yeah, right? like I went through to tr- to try and find it, and I and I just I don't I couldn't think of anybody that that popped up to where they got fired the first couple of times, right or wrong. I think everybody in Chicago recognizes now that was a mistake. Uh, in Tampa Bay, they went with what Dirk Cutter. Do you, do you count McDaniel's stint with the Colts as as, as no? Well, yeah, no. I mean, yeah, we you know you know what technicality that's that's correct. So well done. <laughs> yeah, so so Josh McDaniels has, has entered the chat, but yeah, I I just so congratulations, Lovey Smith gets the gig and i think yeah. a guy that everybody well, top to bottom really likes within the nfl yeah, no i mean he's respected well liked uh players love him and the hard part about the hiring is we'll talk about the messaging from brian flores attorneys but also john mcclain who's dialed in with the houston texans really is the first one who pushed it out that this hiring wasn't going to take place without the brian flores lawsuit because they wanted to hire josh mccowan they were hoping that someone else would interview Josh McCown to provide legitimacy of his head coaching candidacy, if you will, because they felt so strongly about Josh McCown again for a second year. But the reality is the optics look awful if you're going to hire Josh McCown, who's got no experience whatsoever, when I guess if we're saying you have to have head coaching experience to be qualified, right? I mean, yeah. that, that, that's that's the conclusion that we're coming to is because people were saying this, too, about the hiring of Brian Dable over Brian Flores was, well, how could Brian Dable be a more qualified candidate? Because Brian Flores has three years of head coaching experience. And the reality would be, well, Brian might have, you know, Brian Flores might have three years of head coaching experience, but he doesn't have experience coaching quarterbacks, does he? I mean, unless we're we're all of a sudden anointing him as being the guy that's going to help Daniel Jones get better. Yeah. When I would I would make the case that I don't think he helped Tua Tagovailoa over the two years he was with him. But I, I don't want to digress. Get off on, on a separate tangent. I, I think this hiring happens because Lovey Smith uh, was the right guy who was a part of all these interviews, 
and they felt like the timing of it made a lot of sense. But I keep going back to what we talked about yesterday. Why did you move on from David Culley then? Yeah. I mean, Lovey Smith was a part of this. I, people were like ch- uh, chiming in on Twitter, like always, and you're going, hold on, dude. Like, if you're upset at how David Culley ran practice or handled the team, then did you forget that the assistant head coach, the defensive coordinator, was Lovey Smith last year? Yeah. Like, he's a part of that too. So, whatever you're upset with last year, like, you, you just hired a guy who was on that same staff who literally was like the second in rank to the head coach. So you, you can't you can't be frustrated with David Coley and then and sit there and say like oh I I can't make that comment when you just hired a guy who was a part of all that so it, it would only lead to you thinking they're gonna have more dysfunction or more issues if he was a part of what happened last year right yeah I just think they hired him to stabilize that team and I think the largest piece of it that's playing a part in it is possibly the Deshaun Watson situation. That is the one singular chip that could fall into place that improves the Houston Texans immediately. Name another chip that could fall in place that could improve the Houston Texans immediately. Whatever they would possibly get for him, but I don't know if it's you know any more than a quarterback or any more than draft picks. That's a possibility. Yeah. That's that's that, that would probably, if you're thinking about it, that probably is the contingency plan. Maybe that was the first plan. Maybe this was the contingency plan that became the first plan. I think Lovey Smith, if you know Lovey Smith, as you guys have already alluded to, he's like a Tony Dungy. He's like everybody's uncle, their favorite uncle or their favorite dad. And people relate to him. People people gravitate to him. Um, super, super likable dude. And I think when you're talking about a this is a this is an organization that needs to to heal. And they need to be able to heal and move forward from all of the dramatic departures that have taken place. You know, Hopkins leaves. Then and J.J. Watt leaves. Then Deshaun Watson says he doesn't even want to be a part of the team. That sends a message. That's that shock waves through through that locker room. Those are the three biggest figures outside of Andre Johnson, I think, ever for for the franchise. Yeah, that all like in succession, like right back to back to back to back, don't want to be there or aren't there anymore. I think that they believe that finding someone who brings that leadership quality of that of that level is what was most important and you got to if you're going to go in a different direction if you can clearly put that together as the correlation as to why this person in particular became the coach then you got to take a moment and commend them for making that decision because Lovey Smith is that type of guy that can unite people. And I'm I'm curious as to how quickly, now that he's gotten a job, he'll address that Deshaun Watson situation. And, and also, I, I think it's fair to say, and we're, you know, we'll get into the uh, Brian Flores angle on this coming up uh, in a few minutes, but I think it's fair to say that this isn't uh, – some people were throwing out, yeah, this smells like another one and done. 
I don't think there's any chance no. Lovey Smith is one and done. Based on what happened with David Coley, uh, based on the situation, Lovey Smith probably was well aware of what's going on and is like, look, I'm not doing this just to be a stopgap for somebody else. Like, I, I'm gonna, I need time. I need, I need an opportunity to figure this thing out. I don't know what sort of compensation or the contract looks like. I didn't see that, but this doesn't feel like he's just going to be in and out and they're going to move on to somebody else in another year. I just don't see it. I'm with you, and, and I think it, it probably has more, especially if Josh McCallum becomes part of the staff. There's more likely a chance of it's Lovey Smith until maybe he wants to. How old is Lovey Smith now? Uh, I mean, the beard I, makes him look probably older than what he actually God, it's is. It's a great beard, though, man. It's a great beard. They are funny. It and is. I'm just saying, you should be able to get a lot of local uh, sponsorships now. That's like a big thing, growing beards, uh, let's beard go, dyes. Let's go live to our I Know How Old Lovey Smith Is insider lead to laugh at the latest. Lee? That would be 63. Good stuff. That's yeah, okay. Good. So let's say he coaches everybody. for the next three or four years. And then they would, you know, you could segue into McCown taking over at some point. Like, there's always that thought. I don't know why we think that happens in the NFL. Well, but... you know who's getting the heat now? Your guy, Jack Easterby. Like, of well, course. He's, he's, he's the fall the guy. Yeah, he's, he's, he's the always fall got guy the heat there. there. You know, Even though Casario's been running the shop now as a general manager, it's, <laughs> they're still blaming Jack Easterby. It's like, come on, dude. Oh, man. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Coming up next, uh, we are going to get into um, somebody who tried to help a situation. Unfortunately, they only made it worse. That we'll have that for you right here on Fox Sports Radio. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 56, is giving new customers 56 to 1 odds on either team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in New York. If Sportsbook isn't in your state yet, play DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contest for Super Bowl 56. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code 2PROS. That's the number 2 pros to get 56 to 1 odds on either team bet just five dollars and get 280 in free bets if your team wins that's code two pros the number two pros at DraftKings sportsbook 21 plus minimum age and location requirements vary by jurisdiction see draftkings.com sportsbook for full list of requirements and state specific responsible gaming resources void were prohibited gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in Connecticut call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org chat in New York call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. You see, it's kind of hard being D O double G, but uh, somehow, some way, keep coming up with. Two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas and Brady, because we're on the morning show now. We got some things to talk about because it's 3 a.m., not not 2, Snoop. Yeah. It's it's 3 a.m., Snoop. Better believe it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, time to get ready. Yeah. Way to to ruin my bit. (laughs) Uh, Two pros and a cup of joe. Yeah, with lotion Uh, going into your hand. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. I'm going to get you sometimes, Jonas. Um, by the way, coming up um, coming up uh, later on this hour, uh, there is a little bit of a scandal brewing in the world of sports. I mean, I'm a big fan of it, but there are some people that are going to be outraged by it. So we will have that for you here uh, later on this hour on Fox Sports Radio. Um, so we talked about 
the uh, Lovey Smith hiring in uh, Houston. He is the brand new uh, Texans head coach. Uh, now, if you're wondering, uh, God, this seems like just a smooth intro to a break. <laughs> I can assure you, it's absolutely not. Uh, there is utter chaos here behind the scenes because uh, everybody's eyes work. My and big so- brother just uh, he, he helped me through some for my first time. Yeah, so, yeah. That's good. He certainly did. Um, <laughs> Berto was right behind you like, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so yeah. here's the um, here's where the Lovey Smith hire takes an interesting turn. All right, so LeBar. Bro- get, buckle get, up, huh? Get, get ready to not read your mentions. Uh, I um, mean, you know, <laughs> it can't get any worse than it already so, has, um, right? I mean. So this from uh, Brian Flores' legal team uh, that came out Monday after the announcement of Lovey Smith being hired by the Houston Texans. Quote, Mr. Flores is happy to hear that the Texans have hired a blackhead coach, Lovey Smith, as Mr. Flores' goal in bringing his case to provide real opportunities for black and minority candidates to be considered for coaching and executive positions within the NFL. However, we would remiss not to mention, we would be remiss rather not to mention that Mr. Flores was one of three finalists for the Texans' head coaching position, and after a great interview and mutual interest, it is obvious that the only reason Mr. Flores was not selected was his decision to stand up against racial inequality across the NFL. So now, Lavar, <laughs> no, little, little hot potato. I, I, don't, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I, I was, right, what, what, what am I supposed to say right now? Like to all the the baiters and all the woke cats and all the cancel culturer culturers, all of the the I'm a clown and I'm on the. What am I supposed to say to that? That's going to appease you with what I'm going to say. Oh, wait. I forgot. I don't care what you think. I care what about what, what I feel and what I know is right and, and what I, I believe to be right based off of my principles and the values of how I was raised by a, a reverend, uh, an ordained minister, a reverend, and a, a very, very uh, well-respected educator and my mother. And if I was talking to my parents right now, we would have the conversation and it would be introduced. Are you are you downplaying what your whole representation of your legal case is? Are you downplaying that with another minority hire, with another person that's a minority? How does that work? Yeah. That seems ass backwards call me crazy but that sounds ass backwards that you're saying i was better than this other minority coach that just was hired i want to say congratulations you're 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 progressing you know or giving other black coaches an opportunity other minority coaches an opportunity but if i wasn't in this lawsuit they would have hired me over you Another black man. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, is that is that the interpretation here? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think the the this is this is how it comes off to me, is they're almost taking credit for the fact that Lovey Smith was hired because without the lawsuit, it would have been Josh McCown, which which look John McClain put out there, and so I'll, I'll just say this: even if they're right, even if the motivation behind hiring Lovey Smith was the lawsuit kind of push them to go in a different direction you, you can't you gotta stop taking credit for it 
Yeah, but he I mean, said, oh, but he but said at the end he of the day, got it. right? Well, he said he he should have or would have got well, it if this, he wasn't in his, a lawsuit. His, his legal counsel is saying that. Which, by the right. way, um, okay. So I think there, there's two parts of this conversation. If he does get it, you're going to be dropping the lawsuit because you can't sue them as a part of the rest of the NFL, which was what what that was. Yeah. And so your your case falls apart. Which you know that. Right. So why even come out and say because that? Because I think I think they want to make it feel like this is starting to create the change oh. that they're talking about, oh. right? Because it it would have prop it would have been Josh McCown had not been for the lawsuit. So even if Brian's a more qualified or better candidate in the eyes of his legal counsel, either way, they feel like this helped create some change from that. Now I, I think the hard thing that stares their lawsuit in the face is the fact that and this is where it gets a little more difficult too. Is you know Mike McDaniel gets hired in Miami, and as Adam Schefter quotes it, he identifies as biracial. I mean, I, I don't know how he identifies as that. You're either biracial or not, right? Yeah. But some he, people he, identify like so. In other words, they might identify as as a white person because they're even though they're mixed with something else. So they may identify with Native American. Even though they may have an Irish, it's it's a it's a it's a whole thing. It's right, a whole but you, thing. You'd, you'd still be considered biracial, right? Yes, but biracial kids do not like, in some cases, being referenced at, at that general. It's, right. it, they like to. It, it's more. I think we're venturing into like the pronoun yeah. conversation, yeah, which yeah, I'm yeah. like, yeah, well, I, I don't I, even... I'm, I'm married to one, so hey. I, I I get it. Hey, I'm you know, pasty, I, I so let's oh, have to tell you, like I got nothing to say about uh, how that works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, bad timing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad timing. I'm just saying. I'm, like, I mean, it's all good. Yeah, pasty. Listen, I'm just that's you know. The, yeah, like, that's your detail. Dude, like I I've never gotten a straight answer from my parents. I never heard what we are. I never heard what that racial. I never heard that racial term in my life. I've never gotten straight answer from my parents about what we are back to the original point i think yes please it's no it's just even if that was the case i i i I don't want to say it's like gloating but it's almost like man let everyone else speak for you yeah you've got the lawsuit out there you know you could focus on that moving forward now now because all the hirings are done now you look at it and say, well, this is, might be their last time to really speak about it until the legal procedures take their case. The, the, their fact, the fact that he went from, I, I recognize that this might cost me an opportunity to coach in the NFL again, to... Now I'm the reason that... that this is, this is the Lovey reason Smith. why. Yeah, I'm not... Uh, Lovey I, Smith. I, yeah, I was not hired now because like it gives the perception. I'm not saying that he is, okay? want to be clear, but it does give the perception that Brian Flores and his legal team are kind of full of crap. I got to be honest with you. That's how it comes off to me. I read it and I go, why would, what, what, how does this help? Like, like, I don't understand what this does. Like they hired Lovey Smith. We understand that there's a, a bigger issue going on for Brian Flores and it's important and it's important to him. But the messaging we got at the front was, this isn't about me. This is about us. Yet he just made it about him. Like that's that's the part that I look I mean, at and I go again. Am I interpreting the the quote the statement incorrectly? Is is the legal person's statement insinuating if not for this lawsuit with my client, he would have gotten that job and Lovey Smith doesn't get it? Yes. Is, am I clear on yeah. that? Is that yep. is that what he's saying? Yep. Like that's I mean that's I, the I'm interpretation. Pretty, I'm pretty certain that that's what he's implying with his. 
with his statement. That Mr. Flores was one of three finalists for the Texans head coaching position, and after a great interview of mutual interest, it is obvious the only reason Mr. Flores, the only reason Mr. Flores was not selected was his decision to stand up against racial inequality right. across so the NFL. So you just threw a, a minority coach yeah. under the bus. After you told everybody, we recognize there's a chance this might happen, the, yet the, you come back that later. That quote in itself is damning. It's damning. I, I think he heard it. I think I think this hurt. Like I came away from that going, look, he, a lot of what he, uh, Brian Flores was claiming last week. I mean, people can try and do so. Nah, nah, no. Look, there is an issue with the hiring process in the NFL. We acknowledge it on the show. There's an issue with the firing process on this right. show. We talked about right. Steve Wilkes, David Coley. We've defended both those guys multiple times. This I think hurts. His case, at least from a PR standpoint, Doesn't make sense. yeah, I don't like, get it. Make sense of that. I'm a role, and not to mention the fact that people know who Lovey Smith is. Like he is a recognizable, he is as recognizable a figure as Tony Dungy. When you say they play, didn't they play against each other in the Super Bowl? Yeah. They won against yes. each other. Like the two dopest black coaches are playing against each other for the first time, mind you. It was historical. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, and you take an aim at Lovey. I'm gonna throw Mike Tomlin in there though, for as far as dopest. Oh well, he's yeah. that's the, I mean that's he might my be dude. he might be the hey, dopest. I, I mean, been, no I, qualifier. I play for Mike T. And no qualifier. Mike might be the dopest. Period. But like uh, my, again, how do you justify that? That's what you allowed your legal team. So go on. Good Morning America or or something else and do an interview. And I want to hear how that sounds because maybe I'm taking it out of context. But I just know this. If I'm Lovey Smith or I'm anybody else and they bring that quote to me, that's immediately how I'm going to interpret it. You, you just diminished and downgraded me right. for the simple fact that it built and boosted you up for what it is that's going on. But that's a total contradiction. To what it is that you're saying you're representing, that's a total. So now I guess I guess any black coach that gets hired now for for a head coaching job, it's because of Brian Flores, and they wouldn't have got the job if Brian Flores hadn't did the lawsuit. Because that's in essence, that's basically what you're saying. Yeah, that's basically what you're saying. I just don't know what it helped. I, I don't know. Like whose idea? Well, and, 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 and just on that point, if you were another minority coach and you want to join the class action because i think that was the intent originally like, oh now now you're like well come on man i mean it, it, again it, it only makes it feel a little bit worse so maybe they're more now open to hugh jackson joining the lawsuit uh, even uh, though it doesn't uh, help listen, the case. yeah i don't know <laughs> yeah you know when somebody says yeah. yeah i couldn't believe it we sucked and i i got paid more <laughs> I, I got an extension I don't, you know, I don't know what happened here the yeah. more the more i talk to i've talked to a lot of players <laughs> over the last you know days since this whole thing has started because I wanted to get perspective because I wanted to understand why there was so much like backlash towards what I was saying as if the logic of if you want ownership to change then you have to take the power of what the owners have and you have to show them that you can alter what their their bottom line is and people are acting like that makes no sense. I've been asking a couple of different players that are current players. And the response has been pretty much the same from every single one of them. I don't give an F. I don't give an F 
about what Flores is doing. And I was like, dang, like, that's kind of harsh. I have a job to do. I'm going to do my job. And here was the one thing that I hadn't thought about, and even TJ said it on, on the show with, with – um, with uh, Rogan and and uh, Rodney Pete, coaches will sell a player out in a heartbeat and and in a way, New York second. Especially right now, should be clear that's Fred Rogan. Yeah, just uh, did I clear. say Joe? No, no, you said Rogan. I, I said just Rogan. Be clear. Fred right. Rogan. <laughs> yeah, just looking Cause, after cause, cause he, I guess he's part of the conversation <laughs> now too. Yeah, you know? Listen, you know, and that's a different one. You will not hear me touching that one with no. your ten foot pole. No, no. All right, I'm not yeah. going to touch that one with. Your ten foot pole. Thanks for All calling right. it ten is that, foot. Is that mine? No. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, as 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 I listen to, it, it's like, man, coaches and players. There are very few times that coaches and players have a relationship that go beyond the field, that go beyond a coach coaching the player and the player playing for the team. <laughs> Because you can't always say they're playing for the coach. Those are the rare ones. Like, yeah. if you think in your mind, I can think of literally two or three coaches in my entire career of playing that I played for. That I would, I would like, I call and I check on, on my high school head coach. Love him. Like, love him. I check on my co- the college coach that recruited me. I check on him. Love him. That's my guy. I think about pro. I have a few coaches from the pros. George Edwards, uh, Kirk Schottenheimer, Greg Minuski. There are a Ooh, few Minuski. that – There's a few I can think of that I say, I, like, I love that dude. I'm going to embrace him. We have love for one another. The rest of them can kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, literally, they can kiss my ass. Well, that's Steve Spurrier. Steve's, Steve's a good dude. <laughs> but Steve is selling. But, but I'm saying, Steve will sell, he'll sell you out. Yeah, yeah he, they will. They'll they will. sell you out. Most it, it, of these it, it, dudes will sell you out. It comes down to self-preservation. That's, this is all their, about self-preservation. They're not, not going to lose their job <laughs> over trying to defend a player. All right? Hello. Yeah. But now, but now you want you want to be preserved and you want to be supported. And in these types of moments it's like, "Oh! Oh, so now you're experiencing what players feel. You're feeling what we feel when we got to deal with what you're doing directly, not what the ownership is doing. Now you're dealing with what you do." As to a how how Flores made him feel, or any of them, some of the other players on as Cooks was that his name when he started playing Jay Z when when he was oh, messing Kenny with Stills. Oh, Kenny Stills. Stills, yeah. Stills is sitting there, by the way, representing what Kaepernick was supporting, and and was standing up for the fact that Jay Z said it was time to move on. From from these types of conversations and being more progressive, and Kenny Stills is like, no, it shouldn't be that way. And Flores bangs Jay Z loud in the practice to antagonize the him. entire week. The yeah. entire week. But yet now you'll look for Kenny Stills or Kaepernick or somebody to come to. Could you imagine if Colin Kaepernick came out and said this? 
is wrong. Brian Flores is correct. This is this is not how things should be handled. This is not how it should be going. This thing would be in orbit out of here. How many activists have we heard jump out there and talk on Brian Flores's behalf? I haven't heard any. I've been watching well, this on, story. Twi- on Twitter. I mean, they're all over the place. You know? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. and, and you know that. Like, I'm, that's, done. I'm, done. I'm just saying. I'm done. No, but it's true. I'm but it's I'm true. It, it feels Twi- like there are a lot of activists on Twitter. Yeah. Oh yeah. But but the, I mean, that's the hardest the place cre- to be an activist. Yeah. But, the cre- right? yeah. but the credible activists yeah. that are out there. Yeah. Well, you mean the people actually doing something? I haven't heard that. Not, yeah. not, not the people sitting on their butt. Yeah, I behind an avatar, right? The ones that love. The ones that love to say they're woke and that that. That they represent their community, but yet call other black people uh, crazy ass names. Like it's crazy to me. Like the contradictions that some of these people like the nerve of her. And, and and the bottom line is, and when I say her, I mean him because you act like he. Okay, yeah. so in the end, in the end, in the end, this all this does is further expose to me ego and a narcissistic approach. To what's going on because you would even sell out your own to try to prove a point for yourself yeah. and that's the bottom line that's the bottom line conclusion of a statement like that that would be released if i was brian flores i'd be like hell no you ain't releasing that's lovey smith one of the most respected figures forget qualifying him by saying black he's one of the most respected figures in our game right and we're going we're going to put this statement out and first uh, first African American coach to ever make a Super Bowl because uh when him and Dun- Dungy went the same year uh the NFC title game was first so a little bit of history there. Oh, there you go. I was at that NFC title game by the way. Little, Chicago. Huh, hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you were. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. Yeah. That was when y'all were good. Uh, uh, <laughs> don't. Listen, I'm not a Bears fan. I just went there oh, to spectate. I had some serious defense. Uh, yeah, damn that. right they He's did. such a diehard um, Bears two, fan. Two pros and a cup mm-hmm. of Joe Fox Sports Radio. All right, coming up next, we have got a scandal brewing in the world of sports. This could get really really fun over the next couple of months. We'll have that for you right here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler Lavar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up on Game. What is Up on Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler TJ Hushmanzada and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on Game. We're going to be sharing our real life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Uh, coming up top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, uh, there's apparently um, a potential return on the table for somebody in the NFL. So we will get into that for you here Already? on Fox Sports Radio. I mean, this is uh, this is good stuff. Uh, right now, though, it is time for something we do on the show every single day at this time, and it's called this. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you 
Missed it. And for that, we turn it over to our executive producer, Zalap. Lee. Zalap. Zalap. What, join us one more time? Zalap. Zalap. Sound like Harry Carey. That's not Harry Carey. I can't roll D's. Do it one more time. One more time. You can't roll D's. You probably can. All right. Oh, wow. I just lied on the air. Oh, wow. I actually can. You're lying. Roberto's right. I actually can. Can you roll D's, Roberto? No. What do we got? You guys, in case you missed it, after nearly 20 years, Major League Baseball is going to stop testing its players for steroids. And that's only because of the sports lockout that started on December 6th. You're going to stop testing. So it's only temporary? Guess what, fellas? Juice up. 100%. It's bringing back baseball, baby. So now will all the juicers accused go into the Hall of Fame now? Yeah, well, what the F? Come on. That is is a negative. That will not be happening. No retrospect here. Hold on now. They still have the, uh, what's the? The the Veterans Committee. Yeah, the Veterans Committee. They can still get in that round. Yeah, it's just, you know. Yeah. The idea that you've got to have two different oh, groups man. vote for it. Man, let me Dude, tell you something. Guy's going to be yoked. Okay. Back. I can't all, right, all right. All right. I'm like gonna Mark ask, McGuire uh, forearms. Okay. Hey, I'm, going so to, I'm going to ask a question like here. A toothpick all right. <laughs> I don't want. I know the feeling. I don't want. <laughs> ew. All right. I am the ill. I am not trying to condone uh, PED use. I want to be very clear on that for anybody listening. But I just want to ask the question. That's politically right. correct. If, if <laughs> you found out Major League Baseball for one season wasn't going to be testing are you not more interested in what that would look like for a year fastballs hitting like 110 miles an hour i mean breaking a catcher's hand rocket so launchers. rocket launchers. well his hand wouldn't break because it would be a steroid yeah hand. that's a good point oh, damn. Yeah. Yeah. right there in the middle <laughs> steroid yeah. hand. it would crumble in his hand yeah that's steroid you have to use different balls oh, steroid hand. this yeah. yarn can't this, handle yeah, this yeah. steroid yeah. hand you gotta be careful yeah <laughs> this hand was made for ball catching i mean yeah. think, think about though think about how the game has changed and all, and all seriousness like Ugh. now now we just swing for the fences every time yeah if you think about bringing back peds in this uh, era of how it's played bombs back, away man dude bombs away bring, bring them back uh what else we got lee you again guys, not condoning PED use. just saying yeah. what if it happened I mean, it would be really entertaining it's though. like a movie you know you guys, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine is temporarily renaming three parks in honor of the Cincinnati Bengals. They will be named Burrow Oak State Park, Evan McPherson Extra Point Creek State Park, and Icky Woods State Park. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Do you have to do the dance? Do you have to do the shuffle when you go on I to, mean, the, to the park? Yeah, I, I got to be, I, I gotta yeah, be honest. Chase doesn't get any love in yeah. this. What about Anthony Munoz? Yeah. Anthony Munoz Who's can't get a the park? the best player in their franchise history. Yeah. Anthony Munoz can't get can't get a park named after him. I, I mean, mean, what the hell is this? How does that happen? Yeah, like you, so. So Joe That's, Burrow uh, hit the button. Oh, he be, hit the button. He be jinxing. Racist. Uh, can he go. be jinxing the go. Bengals? If you name these parks before they actually win a Super Bowl, and I gotta be honest with you, man, how uh, is Anthony Munoz not on that list though? Uh, and, now that now that we're bringing that up, I and, mean, Andy Dalton's been in the playoffs more than Joe Burrow. How is Sorry. Andy Dalton not on this goddamn list? Hey, Cincinnati, hey, Fox Sports, thirteen sixty. You can't get David Klingler a park. Hey. What the hell is this world coming Hey, to? no, but real talk, though, why wouldn't Boomer Assassin be on that list? Agreed. I mean, he is an MVP, right? Wasn't he an MVP? I think no, so. Anthony so. Munoz? Yeah, Munoz, though. I mean, they that. say he's the greatest offensive lineman to ever play the game. So Evan McPherson gets a park, but A.J. Green doesn't get a park. Oh, that I mean, might be too recent for A.J. Green. I would say Chad Ochocinco before. Yeah. 
TJ Hushmanzada. We can't yeah, get I mean, Hushmanzada Park. Chad and, and TJ Park. Wow. I think this is I'm a bad saying, omen. You Let know, me tell Ch- you something. Chad and TJ said Hold on, that. Is this, it premature, though? I mean, what if they end up losing? It Aren't you going, premature. wait a second, do we just name parks after an AFC uh, championship it team? It is premature. I, I, I got a feeling that uh, that Rams minus four and a half is going to start to creep up. Oh, yeah? Stay. I think it's going to start to creep up. I think they jinx themselves here. Disrespect Anthony Munoz like that. God, I mean, Once that again. is no kind of disrespectful. <laughs> what else we got? That later? weather channel is out of control, yeah, man. Sure is. Like, yeah. You got to be careful. With of... the, you got to be careful with the weather out there because oh, it, uh, it could get nasty. Some dumbbell flies. Uh, what do we got, Lee? You guys, I think we've all come back from Vegas with some extra chips in our pants, but uh, in our pockets. <laughs> Wait, what? Hold on a second. Hold on. What? what? Yeah. Lee, you animal. Oh, God. You don't cash in your chips? <laughs> Sometimes, you know, just a few oh, bucks. Oh, I've done but, that. I've yeah. done that, where you, you come home and you realize you forgot. chips are too small? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, not, wor- not worth it. Well, I guess it's, yeah. a, it's worth keeping in your pocket if, if, yeah. if it's too small. <laughs> it's just, yeah, that's it's short, a bummer. That's short S, huh? Well, yeah, that, that's a bummer. That's not <laughs> as bad as it was for one Arizona man named Robert Taylor, who found out that he had left two hundred thirty thousand dollars lying there at the uh, at the slots machine that he had, should have won, but he didn't realize he had won because there was a problem with the with the slot machine. It did not go quote unquote bonkers, but no worries. Nevada gaming authorities have found him and given him his payout. Okay, here's that's what different than just leaving it. I mean, he was tricked. Here's right. what I don't understand: if the so the voucher didn't print. I, doesn't, don't you need a voucher if you win something like that? It should, well, you should first have off, some. I mean, he probably did your strategy. Which was what? Uh, he went to a slot machine. To get a drink. To get a drink. Yeah. Hit the button. Well, I had too many drinks. Got oh, his yeah. drink. Yeah. And got walked a little, away. Got a little fuzzy. Oh, it sounds like a smart guy to he me. He didn't even care and, about winning. He yeah. just cared about the free <laughs> drink. That's all now he can buy a whole bunch of Man, drinks. No, nothing rings to your heartstrings like when you hear cocktails. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling It's the best. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 